You are now listening to the Sibling Battle Podcast. I'm not making this up. I can't believe you think I hit you. Fam, think. I know. Bro, you're weird. Baby, won't you come Dude. Oh, no, because of the numbers. No, because of the numbers that you're getting. Away the oh, my God. You ate up a lot of the time. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Tasha Jordan. And it's your boy, Eli. And we are back with another episode. Yes, sir. What's going on? Nothing too crazy. No. Um, had a had a rough night yesterday. Why? Man, I went from first to third in fantasy. Oh, in Fanduel. Oh, man. Yeah, that's unfortunate. It's a, it's a little unfortunate. That hurt. Um, I've I've been through that before. Not first. I was like in second, but it was like a running running yeah, thing right. where it was like really close, and it's like I would have made one decision. It was Bridgewater, actually. That's who it was. If I wouldn't have had Teddy Bridgewater, we would have been we would have been cool. Man, if Lamar Jackson wasn't so selfish <laughs> and used his running back, bro. But you already know what his game is, so that's your fault for picking his running back. Bam. That's that's all coaching, he had bro. to do was give it to him one more time. That's coaching. But I mean, talking about football yesterday, my goodness, I don't I don't <laughs> understand how Vikings coach is still there. I I really don't. I don't know how he's still there either. Like. Well, no, I've always said he should have been fired. Like, he should have been fired after we played the Eagles, what was that, three years ago? Right. Or two years, three years ago, I want to say. It was three years. He should have been fired then. But we're here. He should have been fired early this season. He kept getting <laughs> lucky. And then I don't know how he still has a job today. I Dude, don't. A 0 10 and 1 team. I don't know. <laughs> and then, and then we had the lead. You had the lead. We got the lead back. Like, we started winning, but they let him drive up the field. Like, he's supposed to be the coach of defense. Like, That's the part that I'm like. How y'all got to stop calling this dude a guru. He, he ain't no guru. He's supposed to be the coach of defense. But that's where Minnesota be messing up because they be loyal to a fault. Like, they be trying to <laughs> lo- loyal to people that you shouldn't be loyal to. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Zimmer should be fired. That's that's anything. Uh, that's just whatever. We got a special guest today. We do have a special guest today. We have Ashley. Hello. Oh, hi. Like, this is your <laughs> intro, just staring bro. at me. Yeah, I'm, bro, what I'm are you just, doing? I told, I'm, I'm no, letting listen. her introduce oh, herself. No, I mean, I feel like I had to like audition to get on here because um, I asked Eli a couple times and... You know, he what you should have just came to me. Yeah, I should have because you didn't have to audition. A couple I, people got in line in front of me. But you okay. asked early to be on. I asked at the beginning, like after the first episode, months ago, Eli last played, year. <laughs> Eli, yeah. like the moment we got the new board, he should have definitely been like, "You kidding me? I'm here every week." Like <laughs> <laughs> he played you. That's my bad, man. You should have told me we could skip the. Wow. You just seen how he intro. Look, I told so. Everybody listening, before the show, I was like, Eli, I'll let you intro Ashley. And you've heard my intros. I do a nice little big big ups to, you know, whoever's on. I gave that to you and you dropped the ball. You just said, we have Ashley. You have nothing to say about me, huh? I, <laughs> I can introduce you, but I would rather have you introduce okay. yourself. Okay, well, I'm Ashley. Um, nothing too crazy for me to say about myself. Um here once a week <laughs> i've been here for like the past three days um yeah this is like my second home i guess <laughs> so I feel it. I feel that's it. about it i don't have anything spectacular she about do. myself she, you do 
it's just a moment anytime you have to say like describe yourself or whatever you always like somehow you be like yeah i don't know who i am like, okay. you know what i mean like you be like how, how do i describe myself yeah. that's i understand i get that i get that underselling yourself we got a youtuber um ashley chanel she does i just started doing nfts so i learned to draw just yesterday Oh, okay. Yeah, she's um, learning how to draw. So you're gonna sell like your own NFT. Yeah. Oh nice. Yeah. It's uh I would say what it was, but it's kinda like top secret at the moment. Oh, I got you. When it comes out, I was I'll gonna say when it. I was gonna say when you drop it, definitely come back. Yeah. Um and we can definitely show it and promote it. Um Definitely. That'd be tight. Yeah. NFTs. Yeah. I'm I'm slowly learning NFTs. I can't draw to save my life, so I'm never gonna draw. Procreate but. is is definitely helpful because I could barely draw a circle, but you know you just hold that little pencil down <laughs> and it does all the work for you. So as long hey, man, as you, you can't can tell, just... don't tell the secrets, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm a great artist. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> so both of y'all draw? No, I just learned yesterday. <laughs> but you're drawing. Yeah, I draw. So we're both artists. I was yeah, just saying, I so he could he could help. Yeah, he draws. Elijah can eat like a draw. Yeah, He's, yeah, I can. Even though when I need something, you be taking your sweet time. Fam, what do you mean? You gotta ask four weeks in advance. <laughs> I I brought the Sibling Battles logo. How long did that take you? It didn't take that long, surprisingly. How I think long did it, was it like take from when day. I asked? It, it probably happened the same day. I'm not, I'm not. That's a lie. Wow, that's definitely a lie. I know that for a fact. Wow, that's okay though. We're not gonna. This not gonna be on you uh, today, bro. Wow. Um, I you should be honest with yourself, but it's okay. Definitely it's okay. Should. I'm with it though. Um, let's get right into the show. Okay. You think I'm making it up? I don't remember it taking me that long. No, to I'm one. not saying the actual drawing in itself. I'm not saying the drawing took you a long time. I'm saying when I'm like, yo, we need artwork for the show. And then at the time of when it became produced. I don't think it took that long. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I can't <laughs> argue with that. If you don't think it took a long time or like, so you're saying I only asked one time. I think you, knowing you, you probably said it multiple times in a day. And I know that's cap. <laughs> that's cap but that's okay wow Liza. anyway um let's get into insecure yeah so like always spoiler alert jump the podcast a little bit maybe i don't know how many minutes but just just jump it until we're done talking about insecure um if you haven't seen episode seven yet um on the last season of insecure so this one was what was this episode called? It's like okay something. It's um. It's all right. Um, I I read I read the last one, so I know that one, yeah. but I don't know this. It's one. It's like okay something, but it pretty much uh in summary, and we'll dive in a little bit. But um, it was the friends getting back together, like hanging out again. It was like one of those. It was a moment of when you're an adult, you actually have to schedule hanging with your friends, like there's a luxury of like when you're in high school and younger right. of like you're always with your friends so it's easy to like get up and like okay let's go do this let's do this blah blah because blah, you're all just right. what else is there for you to do but once you're an adult and everybody kind of has their own lives and their own families it just you got to schedule getting right. together so it was just one of those moments where it's like okay they actually all like took the time let's let's hang out right um and then you just kind of see how like the plans kind of like failed technically um but it was still a great night for them 
Right. Um, yeah, normally it's not at Issa's house. Normally right. it's everywhere else, but this time it's at Issa's house. Yep. She has it at her place. Um, I, I actually like the aspect of this because um, I feel like every scene's every season they have like something like this mm-hmm. where they're all together and you can see the dynamic of the friend group. Yeah. And I feel like the more it got, um, the more again, um, time oriented you have to be with everybody's yep. schedules. So I think, yeah, this is just a classic insecure episode. I think, and this is my favorite episode so far this season. This is your favorite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This season, I think this is my favorite. It's just cause it was fun, right? It, there right. was jokes. Kelly's my favorite character on the show. Like, yeah, she's hilarious. She's just funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, like she has, she always has the one liners and you know me like yeah, with the show, right. like I love the one lines. Um, it, that aspect of it. And then it just felt real. Like it was very realistic. Molly having like her, uh, pants just unbuttoned while she's eating or whatnot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that stuff is real. Like right. when you eat too much, you're like, bro, these jeans, like especially high waisted jeans. Yeah. And you could just see the comfort that she has like with her friends. Um, especially man, this is cause Molly, her outfits are like amazing. Oh, dude, let, or not the last one, but the one before that where Issa put on her outfit, she oh, felt yeah. like she was like, Oh yeah, dude, she was a model. <laughs> that, that's why when that, the scene of when she was like, you look like a model and right. then the lady told her she's on drugs. Yeah. Just like bogus. <laughs> anyway. Um, also big thing this episode, um, Lawrence and Cadola with, the it's like the co-parenting right um right. aspect and kind of just showing how that's unfolding and actually working um i thought they were gonna hook up but they they didn't which I, I was shocked i was shocked they didn't do you that. were shocked i feel like they they is the season over no no there's over. like three episodes there's left. three more, three more. Episodes. so yeah. within one of those three they definitely will or get back together like in you think lawrence and condola is gonna get back together They'll probably be working on it, but they'll definitely be taking the first like step to get there, because I don't know. Because Issa and Nathan figured it out, so then I feel like Issa and Nathan are gonna figure it out, or yeah. they already did in the last episode. Yeah. And then um, who's the other person? Um, oh my God, the the lawyer one. What's her name? It's Molly. Molly. Molly and, Molly and the dude that she works. Yeah. With. The They're gonna start a thing, yeah. and then it's it's kind of predictable. I feel like. It may not happen, but I feel like it's going to happen. It, it might. I don't know how they're about to. I don't know what. Because having Lawrence call at the end and it being like. Oh, yeah. Open. Because I don't know. I see Issa's being strong in which she didn't answer the call. um, Because it went to her voicemail. Right. But I don't know if she's going to double back. She might. She and might she do might. what she did to Lawrence. Right? Yeah. She she might mess up with Nathan. She's good at messing up. Yeah, <laughs> and that's where I just don't know how they're gonna how far they're gonna go right with like her growth because this episode you see growth right. You actually see her and Molly have not a difference of opinion, but like when it came to Lawrence, like when she called Lawrence and Molly's like, "Don't do you know like don't do that," but she said it in a way that was cool. Like it wasn't like I'm talking down on you and. Issa actually listened to her, right? Do you so, think it's growth, though? Or do you I think, think it's, it's... It's being mature. I feel like Molly, as a person, has grown so much mm-hmm. where she's like, I can see my faults and I can see other people's faults. Like, 
she I think she's got to the place to be mature enough to have conversations with people. Do you think Molly from the last season because she was right, like, she wouldn't have been able to. She wouldn't have been able to and, go to Issa and, and be Issa like, wouldn't Yo. have been receptive to it, right? Either. So that's I I feel like Molly's character has grown so much where she can tell Issa like, "Yo, you're you kind of regressing right now. You you need to stay locked." Well, on but to yeah, and but and she didn't even like say it like that, right? Either. Like right. that's what no, I, and she, that's where it was like that's the difference right. between how like how it used to be. I don't think Issa as her character has grown as much as Molly as her character. Huh? <laughs> How do you not think Issa has grown? Because Issa still battles with the same thing she's battled since no, the she last has season. No, she hasn't. She just... She's a human. She's no. grown... She's grown with... Outside of relationships with men. Like, yeah. she's grown, I feel like, with, like, everything else she's been doing. Right. Like, I can work, agree with like, that. Like, work. Like, her... Um, so, you're saying, like, the her... block You're thing. saying her relationship, her, hasn't grown. No. No. Like... <laughs> no, her dating I life think, is horrible. But like with work wise, because where she was in the last season, yeah, where she was struggling like financially and everything, yeah. like with work, and now she has the the block thing, yeah. So she's been able to do that. It's not. It wasn't the greatest. I think but <laughs> her relationships. Who do I think Issa's grown? I think she's grown a little bit. Like if if she actually stays with Nathan. So this is the tough part because it's like. We almost have to know what happens next to actually say if she's right. grown or not because we haven't seen. Like if she, if she somehow like backtracks and like talks to Lawrence and like you know, then she hasn't grown. But if somehow she stays on the path of like let's work with work it out with Nathan like fully because they all we see is a phone conversation right where it, it feels like it's right. better and then like the preview for the next episode where he's like at the crib, so you're like. I don't know. If she works it with works it out with Nathan, I say she has grown tremendously with relationships. But like if she does regress and like calls Lawrence and like tries to rekindle that, then then she hasn't. Didn't Nathan mention leaving though? The state. So yeah. that might be a thing. She's too. he's not leaving anymore. Oh. So they said it in this episode. Right. So he, he was so when he was on the phone, he was like, I've always loved you. Right. Um he just felt like he was it was weird to say it. He didn't want to say it. So Goes back to when I said last week that I would never say it first. Right. But my, <laughs> I think the biggest part of this episode is Molly. I feel like Molly played like the biggest factor in this episode because Molly's, um, what she said to Issa is if you feel the same in the morning, call Lawrence. Yeah. Right. She doesn't get a call from Lawrence or she doesn't call. She Lawrence. didn't call Lawrence. Yeah. She got a call from Nathan. I feel like if Nathan didn't call, she was going to call Lawrence. Probably. Probably. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Or like, she may not have called Lawrence, but she would have answered the phone. She would have called him. I don't think she would have called him. I think she would have answered the phone, though. If Nathan never said, I like, I don't think, said, or I don't think she was going to call him. said, I love you and I'm not leaving. Yeah. I'll work it out. I don't think she was calling him. I think she would have answered, but I don't think she would have called. I mean, Thinking that. And then they talked about um, Tiffany, so Amanda Seals' character. Yep. Um, they're moving to Denver. Um, and, like, they're kind of just showing that aspect of, like, your friends leaving. And, like, right. how do you, you know, leave your support group, which they yeah. are. Um, and then, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. I like it. 
I don't know how. Man, I don't want the show to end. I don't know how they're gonna wrap this up in three episodes. I don't know why they went down this road. This I mean, is they're bringing closure. They no, they just closed Tiffany's um, story. No, line. I I get that. Yeah. I'm saying uh, more of like the scenarios that they're bringing in is something that is going to be hard to complete in three days. Like what? Issa's job. Well, that's they're going to do that next episode. You can tell by the previews. I yeah. you watch the previews? Yes. You don't. Do you watch your previews? No, I didn't. I don't. Know there was I don't watch for previews for the next. Episode. <laughs> oh, so I can't even say it. I don't do that. Tell y'all what the previews. I feel said. like that's just like messing up the show. The show's only thirty minutes, so yeah. that it gives you like clip. all the main points, right? And then when you watch oh, it, you're I like, watch, I saw that. I watch previews. Yeah, I don't watch the preview for oh, the next episode. Well, we'll talk about it next episode. <laughs> I don't do that in general, though. I like I like previews. I hate it. I don't, like, but I'm a person. You can't ruin the show for me. I, but I watch shows twice. Like, Insecure, I've watched it yeah, twice. Yeah, no, I can watch shows twice. I'm saying... I'm saying, but I'm I almost prefer preview. knowing what happens and then watching it. Why? That seems like the worst <laughs> thing It's you like because you get to watch it with a different lens. You actually no, you get, don't. You get to watch it, like... I guess, like, because you can't watch the full episode and you just see the preview, like, you keep thinking about it and you're more excited to watch it so yeah. show previews like, and movie previews are two different things oh yeah show previews tell you what's going on <laughs> no they don't yes they do i still don't know it's just a preview i don't know what's gonna happen you i do. just have a sense of what's coming it's a 30 minute episode like a gist of what's gonna go down right like i could there's things there's hints of like yeah they're gonna show they're gonna kind of show where Issa goes with her work but again we gotta spend a full episode on Issa's work right mm-hmm. now well, I don't think it's gonna be a full episode of that but go ahead but I'm saying <laughs> we still have to learn what's going on with Torian and Molly we yeah. still have to have that we still have to have um Condola and um Lawrence. what's my Lawrence story we just got that though. No, we didn't. We did in a sense because if they wanted to, if let's say they don't, which I don't believe they will, but if they if they almost leave this as like the baseline of their relationship, you just see it as their great co-parenting. You have, they have a good co-parenting relationship now, I'll, and they and that's so they let Condola have her conversation of like, yeah, when you weren't there, I did think about not having you know the baby. I did think about, you know, you know what I mean? Like they had that conversation. Then they had her tell him like, you're a good dad. And like, this is how you parent. He came over to help with the whatever, like help with the stuff. So it's like, it just shows they have a good co-parenting relationship now. I get that. But what brought them, and I might answer my question very soon, or you might answer my question. What got her to the point to let Lawrence take the baby? Because I was surprised when I see him come to the door with the baby by himself. I wasn't. I think it was just because, like, he, he kept showing back. up. And he like, moved back. He just was putting in a lot of effort, yeah. and she was just kind of like... She's that, not evil. She was. Yeah, she kind of was. No, she was. She, she was, was being, no, like, very... Right, but you also got to put yourself in her shoes, though. So it takes him to move back for you to be it like, take, okay, you can watch took, the baby now? It took him, like, actually being there. He was gone. She was through unsure. the whole the through the whole per- like, pregnancy. So she's like, I don't trust you. Okay, they're co-parented, right? Yeah. 
He has a great job in San Fran, right? He did, yeah. Right. It, that doesn't matter if I that, but if I don't matters. trust you and I felt like you weren't there for me, why would I feel like good with you with my kid? What do you mean? What do you mean? Because he showed up all he showed up when it was needed, right? He showed up when she had the baby. No. Fam. Okay. Yeah, she that's, I don't think he was there. She didn't he wasn't tell there. him the baby was coming until late. Literally until he was in late. San Francisco, he couldn't get there. So you don't know how soon. So you don't know how soon during her labor she actually told. Okay, him. let's do this. So what do you mean? So was communication bad? Before yeah, the they baby? had bad communication. Okay, yeah. That's so if obvious. the communication's bad before the baby, and it takes me until knowing that the baby's here to actually start doing things, right? But that's why you're not going to get the kid right away by yourself immediately. You have to build some type of relationship. You weren't there for the nine months. But guess so what? I don't know how you're going to take care of the I child. I get that. But they got to a point where she was like, okay, I kind of feel like it's comfortable for you to yeah. take the kid. You don't let him take the kid that night because you feel uncomfortable. So we're like, what are you doing? Condola? Elijah. I'm saying. <laughs> I, this conversation is dumb. How? But all you gotta do, they, it's like you said earlier, it's a 30 minute show. They can't show all of that. And the show is not just about them. Right. But that's so why. So they can't, you have to fill in the missing pieces of yourself. But they eventually <laughs> worked it out that he's taking the baby, he's taking care of the kid. They're, they're all good. He started going to doctor's appointments because we seen him at the doctor's office with her. So there's, those are the little pieces that they're giving, giving to you that they're working on it. That is a better thing. Like, that's all that's I, all it is. I just it said, takes time. There's some people now, the kid is 10 years old and they can barely see their kid. So, I mean, it takes as much time as it takes. I get that. I just said I was surprised seeing him with the baby by himself. And that's weird that you were shocked. Because they showed, <laughs> they showed him with her at the doctor's office. So you've seen that they were building. You didn't put the, two, the pieces together. That's all that is. Okay. Yeah, you. Yeah. But okay. <laughs> I also watched the Sherwin once, so I pick up on other pieces of the show because I watch it again. I get that. Where I'm, if you only watch it once, you kind of don't think about it. But again, there's a lot of I think loose ties that they have to like jump. Yeah, and they got they got three episodes too to and, do so. Yeah, do right. y'all think that Lawrence is gonna give her some type of Issa some type of closure? I hope so. I don't. But think like, so. how would that? But they might not only because. Insecure be trying to make stuff really realistic and I don't think you you don't always get closure. I don't think so. But I think they're gonna close it because it's also a TV show, so yeah. And they want it to end good. It's the final season. As long so as they don't have to... her end up with Lawrence, I'm good. Hopefully they bring Daniel back and then he she just end up with him. That's I mean, who I was team. Fam. I was team Daniel for the longest. Kelly just jumped in that Yeah, DM. she just like <laughs> That they were just doing it because it's funny, which was hilarious. They do. He does need to make an appearance though. That'd be bogus if they don't. I mean, Joe tried to make an appearance. I know him calling. <laughs> I was like, "Ooh, what is that about to be?" But Molly's matured. She's like, she has Damn, matured. I ain't, I ain't doing all that. Um, but cool. That's insecure. We yeah, that's it's interesting. I like when it gets um. It's an interesting song. It's show. It's a good uh, show. Oh, Molly's quote um, was the big part of the. I think almost like a, what they wanted you to get out of the episode was the. Um, 
you have to uh, what did she say i'm about to jack this one up. <laughs> let me find it um dang it man it's gonna make me mad um, what what part was it at it's when they were talking um with tiffany oh, okay and you know what yvonne orgy posted it on her ig so i'll look on there let me search that joker name up. It's a real quote if she posting it. No, that's what I'm saying. I think <laughs> it was their um they're trying to drive that that home. Oh, okay. Um you gotta be really intentional with the people you love. Right. right. When she was talking about her mom, like yeah. what she's learned from that is like you just gotta be intentional with with you know, the people that, that's important to you, right? You gotta right. you gotta show up, you gotta, you know, tell them that you love them, all that stuff. So I think that was like that was a big part of uh, the episode too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's that. So let's get into uh, song of the week. This is song of the week. My favorite part of the show. Yeah. Um, you want to go first? Yeah. What's song, What's your song, bro? Um, I have one nine hundred, hustler. By Jay Z and Beanie Siegel. It also features um, Dame Dash, pretty much all of Rockefellers from the Dynasty album, classic. Like, I was looking for this song for like five months. I could not find it. Just because you didn't know the name of it, or like. I didn't know the name, and like anywhere I looked where I thought like I may have heard it, yeah. I could not find it for the life of me. So I finally found it um, on Jay Z's birthday on the mm-hmm. 4th. And I was like, let's go. That's all I needed to hear. And I was like, yes, this is forever a classic to me just because of like the this beat, song? the beat itself. One nine hundred hustler, Siegel, holla at your boy. What's the problem, yeah, shorty? what up, man? I'm the only nigga from Brooklyn out here, man. I'm trying to lock the spot. Right, hold on, over line one. Here's a couple of suggestions of how you could finesse it. You find it through the town, you send them a short message. Say, hey, I'm new in town, I don't know my way around. But I got some soft white that's sure to come back brown. I get that butter all night. Okay. Yeah. Jay-Z. The that, GOAT. That's my guy. How old did he just turn? Um, He's like... He's like 50? 40. I think he's 49. under 50. 49, 48. Oh, so he's about to be turning 50. I think so. 50 soon. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Ashley, what you got? I have R&B by Young Dolph. Dolph? Dolph. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Featuring Megan The Stallion. Man, R.I.P. Nigga, bitch, nigga, bitch. Told a teacher I was going to be on the rich nigga list. Told you black ass nigga caught a meal on his wrist. Hey. Black ass nigga with a bad ass bitch. Uh. I went and got the bag and now everything lit. Uh. I went and got the bag and now everything lit. Yeah. I went all the way through hell and back to get your itch. Please don't wish me well if you used to give me hell. Niggas spend they last to fake it when it's free to be real, huh? Please don't come and tell me about no story. <laughs> I know this young Duff's, Duff's, whoa, Duff. Dolph. My God, Man, I can't talk. Y'all are in the struggle. It I can't talk. It'd always be like that. But, um, Megan Stallion is cold, bro. <laughs> that joke is a real one. Her flow is crazy. Yeah, she's dope, man. But that song is extra fire. Yeah. It brings out the thug in me for sure. <laughs> it makes me feel like I got like guns and illegal stuff in the trunk. But songs that make you feel like that, you be like Especially Twenty One Savage. His music makes yeah. me feel like <laughs> man. You like I'm a different person. Like I just came out of jail. So 
<laughs> yeah, it do. It make you feel like a, just a different person. Um, let's see what my song is. Uh, Twenty Four Karat Gold by Big Sean off his Detroit project. A classic. Literally my favorite project by uh, Big Sean. But this song is it, is it, it's crazy. Whole life up at twenty four carats of gold. Lately I've been dreaming about diamonds and pearls. Yep, diamonds and pearls. And enough money I could rule the world. I rule the world. Yeah, if I rule the world. 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 Yeah, that cat snapped. That kept Big Sean so cold, bro. Um, yeah, that's my song of the week. I I've been listening to that. It's weird. So when I go through, like, I go through phases, obviously. Right. I listen to the same songs. Um, <laughs> where that might run on repeat for, like, at least three songs. And then I'm like, okay, I can listen to something else. Or I get to where I'm supposed yeah. to get to. I do the same thing. Have to. Download five songs at a time. Listen to it over and over again. Yep. He hates it. And then once I download new ones, I'm like, okay, keep circling. <laughs> it literally doesn't make sense. It does. You download makes sense. what app do you use? I use Apple Music. Oh, okay. So I get all my new songs mainly from like listening to the Apple radio. Yeah. And then just go from there. It literally makes no sense. Why? Because like you can have a song in rotation. I I you know what? I don't I think I'm the odd one. The odd one here. Yeah. If you don't have good songs on your playlist, it's No, good. it's not good songs. It's my my mind takes me where I wanna go. So I don't necessarily have to listen to a new song and then play that song. But it doesn't even have to be a new song. That's what I'm saying. This song came out in like... No, I know. 2012. I'm saying like how you'll just like hear that song, but then you just like stay on that. You got to run it. You're stuck in that mood for like a week. (laughs) And it, it hit. And then don't like miss a part that was very key to the song and then you gotta right. like I gotta listen to the whole You're song like, again. that's my line yeah and, and I gotta... missed it so you gotta <laughs> run it back so I mean I get the feeling like I know when you replay a yeah. song over and over again but like like some songs I have on my playlist are repeats because it'll come across the radio again and then I'll download it again yeah and Apple Music will be like you already have it I'm like just, just add, add it, it again yeah. just add it <laughs> we're gonna listen to it again that's funny yeah I don't I, the only playlist I listen to, like I'll go off a playlist, is my workout playlist and right. then the church playlist. Right. Um, those are the only two playlists I got. Everything else, it's whatever comes to mind. So like if I get in the car, I'm like, I'm going to listen to this album. And I'll go to the album and then I'll just choose a song. And then if there's a song that just sticks, then that it just gets run, it get ran through. <laughs> um, but our topic for the day, we have a random question. Random question. The question is, do we owe our jobs anything? Um, where that question came from, um, it was like a tweet a few months back. I seen someone said something about like they owe their job. Right. Um, and I realized like I always be like, oh, I owe Target some time. Right. Right. Like right. I'll, if something be like, oh, I, I owe him a little time. Um, so then it's like, OK, do we do we actually owe our jobs anything? What, what's your thoughts on that? No, question? not at all. <laughs> I don't even want to be there half the time, so no, I don't know y'all. Like, what? Okay, wait. Clarify what you said again. I'm sorry. So, like, I mean, you take the question. The question is just, do you owe your job anything? So you're saying no, you don't owe them no, anything. Never. If anything, they owe me more money. <laughs> I feel like because some jobs, like you, you know, like 
sometimes they make you do things out of your description. It's just not. It's just not it. Or they require too much. Or they just. I don't know. I just can't get with it. I can't do it anymore. What you think? Um. I think you owe your job. I mean, it's your job. Yeah. So like, obviously, you need a. I say need. I don't think you need to, Go, but just say um, your thoughts. But bro. yes, like you, you need to do your job at least like yeah. the expectation of your job. Um, I do think people, um, hold their jobs like in super high regard where they'll take away their time mm-hmm. for that job. But I think obviously, however, like however much you want to put into your job, because it's your job mm-hmm. is what you owe them. I I kind of agree on that line. I think we owe them what they are paying you for. Right. So your job description. Um, also, I think when you're on their time, it's to actually do the work that you're supposed right. to do. I don't think, however, I don't think we owe 110% all the time. Like, I don't think you have to go above and beyond depending on your ambitions. Right. right. So if, if a job is just a job, right? It's like, this is my nine to five. I'm only here to get my, get a check. I think a hundred percent is really all you have to give. Right. Right. I'm going to do my job. I'll do it well. Like, yeah. Just, just like I'll that. meet the Once, expectation. As soon as I clock out, I'm done with it. Right. I think as long as you're doing your job, you're good. Now, if you do want to advance, I think there's a different level of, well, I need to give the job right. a little more of me because I need you to see me so we can make moves. Right. Um, I, I also, it's, it's, it's weird because I think depending on the job expectations should be different. Okay. Like if you think of right now with fast food, the fast food industry, right? There's like, there's a, 17 year old somewhere working at uh, uh, Burger King and is only one of two people in there and they're, they have a line right. like crazy. Yeah. I don't think that 17 year old owes Burger King that pressure. I really don't. You, but low key you need them, but <laughs> right. like, do they actually owe them that? Do they actually have to be there? I don't think, no. I don't think so. You all that no. all that unnecessary stress because me personally just a quick backstory my yeah. first job was at subway mm-hmm. and i was 17 and i was always working nights and there would always be like a night rush and whatever yeah not worth it i was <laughs> making like it was in california so it was like i want to say like 11 dollars an hour or something yeah. it was getting me what i needed yeah but <laughs> it, it wasn't it wasn't worth and then their expectations for that store specifically was way too high yeah they just wanted me to go above and beyond all the time and i was like look yeah. this isn't the end for me like i don't even want to be here to begin with so yeah um yeah i think it's I it's interesting but then you have like so and everything i just said i'm one of those people i'm gonna give you 110 percent no matter what right like if I'm not getting paid, like if it's something that 
I've agreed to do, you're going to get literally all of me for whatever it is. Right. Um, so it's like, if I'm at a, if I have a job, you're going to get the best of me if, if you, if I owe it to you or not, Right. just because I need, I, I don't know why, but I need you to like, yeah, yeah. Natasha's great to work with. Like I could, she, she's going to get it done, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, I don't need you to worry about what my part of whatever it is that we're working on. Right. Like, but that was, I think that stems from school. Yeah. And I think, I think so. and I think that's where we kind of get that mindset is from school of like, you got to go all in, do the extra credit assignment. You know what I mean? Like take, right. you know, take the stretch project. Right. And then that just translates to corporate world, corporate world where it's like, yeah, you have your job description, but take on this project as well. So then when you go to an interview, you can be like, yeah, I did this and we worked on whatever, blah, 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 to enhance the website and blah, 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 right. which that has nothing to do with your job. Yeah. But it's like, I need to do that to, to move up. And then it almost starts to feel like, well, this piece is required. All right. Like, or else I can't go anywhere. I, I, I understand that. Um, I think, I think there is something that you learn based on your environment and I get the school part, right? Yeah. You do the extra credit, you do this, you get better grades. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes it's based on how you grew up, who you look up to, um, that stuff like that, Mm -hmm. because obviously we have people that give 110% outside of school outside of the workforce mm-hmm. that you look up to and you're like, man, they're giving that much work, that much blood, sweat, and tears to what they're doing. Like, I want to have that same ambition. Mm-hmm. And I think there's people that see that and understand that. Again, the mass majority do the expectation, do their job. But I think just somebody you like You think you, majority people actually do their job? I think they do the expectation of their work. But I will say this pandemic has changed some things, but I still think the average person do their expectation of their job. I feel like just to bounce off of what you said, I feel like the pandemic definitely changed how people work at work now, just because they know, like, I guess, never mind. It doesn't really make sense, but I was going to say like, you know you can lose your job at any time. Mm-hmm. Like not all jobs are secure enough. And yeah. That's the and but, that's the tough part when you when you start to actually like dig into it is like you might go all in on a job, but they'll lay that department right. lay you know, lay your position off. Right. And then you're just you're just out here. Right. Like it didn't matter how well how you were you but were. they chose yeah. like your your area yeah like you guys are out of here um and that's where it's like well do i actually owe them anything because they don't really they're not loyal to me it's almost a a, it gets to a loyalty thing i feel like that part can't be a loyalty thing just because it's like it was out of their control like depending on what it was does that make sense you're talking about like employee the company itself like if they let everybody go like everybody everybody so like if it was like a factory or something and they're making yeah that's everybody everybody but it's also i'm saying like if they take a department right away yeah 
so it's like it's a piece of like the the company and they're like well this section we're gonna get rid of them it doesn't really matter right what because they're like we can get other people to do this job right which i still think after the pandemic i think there's going to be a mass right now i guess everybody needs employees so it might not be as bad as i think it's going to be but Everyone, when everybody went to work from home for whatever amount of time, right. especially like in the corporate world, for sure, they were looking at what every position was doing. Right. Every job role, they're looking at, okay, because they're like, can we get, get yeah. it to work and function at home? Yeah. So then you're like, they don't want to get bad PR with, we're going to do layoffs right now because people need jobs yep but when things do get to a new normal which i didn't like the term but whatever when it we start to get to a, a solid ground again yep companies are going to be like these departments we don't need them because this role can actually do that as well right. it's just another uh addition to your job title right where it's like well that's unfortunate to the person that has that you know what <laughs> right, i mean like yeah. It just is going to put people in just a bad position, I think. And and that's where it goes to, like, companies aren't, they're not, lo- they're, everything is, Every, how much money are right. we putting out? I feel like it, I feel like it, it's based on the company, too. Um, because I have seen. I feel like every company is on that. You think every company? For profits, for sure. Based on numbers? It's all based on numbers. No, I know the business itself is all based on numbers. But I'm saying in that area, do you think... Let's do an example. Yeah. Let's say you're working at 100%, 110%, like you said, and somebody's doing their expectation of job work. Yeah. You don't think they'll look at both of you and be like, well, we got to cope both of them. They would give you a chance, is what I'm saying. No, they would... The person that's doing 110, they might go. We have a different area we want. But you to that's go what into. I mean. Yeah, so yeah, they that's do. That's what I mean. Yeah, they'll do. They'll do that where they're like, "Well, we still we need help in this area." Right. But there's time when they're cutting numbers. Depending on how long you've been at the job, they might not do that because they're like, "We have to compensate you in a way in which we don't want to compensate that role." So you're you're not going to get that because of how much money it's going to cost to keep you. So it's just, again, it's it's different businesses where it's, I feel like, I mean, going back kind of to how the question, yeah, I owe my job what they hired me for. Right. That's really all I actually owe them, owe them. Right. But it's a, I'm going to use you for my financial gain. So there's different things that I may have to do to get where I want to be at. Right. But it only goes to a certain extent. The moment my job hinders any like happiness or, you know, whatever, that's when it's like, okay, it's time to make moves because I don't, I don't have to stay loyal to this because you're not going to be loyal to me. If something else comes my way, that's a better opportunity. It's like, I'm not going to stay with them just because, which some people do. Yeah. They're like, yeah. well, I've been with them for whatever they've done, you know, right by me, like blah, blah, blah. And they're like, 
so I'm gonna just stick with them, even though it might not give me everything this option has. But because right. they've been loyal to me, I'm gonna stay with them. Where it's like, I don't think that's the case to do all the time. Yeah, I, and I understand that. I think it. I think it can teeter just based on however, however the company feels about the individual. What you mean? So, like, in your example, you're like, they would, like, you feel if a company's like, yo, we just got to cut this department Mm because everything is down bad right now. They cut that department, but I feel like, again, it's based on the individual and the business connection. If this, if one of those individuals can do more for the company, they would still keep that. Person. Yeah, but they might make you interview for it and fight against uh, the other people. <laughs> and that's where you're like, did they really, is it really uh, like, yeah, we're going to get you in. It's like, no, we, you still got to inter- You still got to go against X amount of different people yeah. to see who's the best candidate, which I mean, in some cases, like, sure. But like, if it's like a force move, I feel like I shouldn't even have to go through all the hoopla. Ooh, like, if you know, I should take the position. I do got a question for y'all just based on that. Um, Do you think it's better to have connections or to have 110% work ethic? Connections. Um, Yeah, I would say connections too. So if you do your job expectation and you have a connection or you're doing lower than your job expectation and you have a connection, you feel like that's better than Yeah, yeah. I feel like I've seen it happen too. Like Having a, your network is your 110% <laughs> low key. <laughs> that's what the 110% gives you. So like if I don't have the connection at the beginning, my 110% is there to get me the connection. Okay. So I don't, if I have connections already, yeah, I mean, you still need to be a hard worker. You still need to do your work. Right. But if I have the connection, that's going to get me to, it's going to get me through the door, at least to the door. Right. Yeah. Where if I don't have the connection at all, I can't get to the door. Cause I don't know where the door is at. I don't know. There's no one even there to greet me. So I might see the door and be like, Oh my goodness. Like that's awesome. But I have no connection to even get to like, to get to the spot where I can open it if I wanted to. Okay. So yeah, you have to have the connection. All right, yeah. so we've been talking about the corporate world. Like, yeah. So would y'all want to branch off to, like, something more? We could go anywhere, bro. Okay. Go. It's so we're, we're going to do the Instagram situation, right? Mm-hmm. I'm an artist. I'm coming up, and I'm putting blood, sweat, and tears into my work, right? Posting it on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, doing what I can do. Mm-hmm. And... Is is like not getting me anywhere. Would you rather have that and have your work speak for you, rather than that? So, in oh, if you have an answer, go ahead. Cause I no, I thought he was still gonna go. I thought that was <laughs> into your sentence. What no, you mean, like just? Yeah. So I'm saying, like, you're doing something. It's not blowing up like you think it is. Mm-hmm. But would you rather have that situation where your work? is the your baseline your baseline or would you have it where connections is your baseline 
connections. It so and this is the thing with when you're talking about Instagram and social media, it's more than just your artwork. You can't be like I'm an artist, post on your IG whatever, and then expect your numbers just to go up. And this, the chances I'm saying the chances yeah. of that happening is is not it's because it's so oversaturated. There's a lot of content that goes onto yeah. social media platforms. So you have to go into a different hat of I need to become a marketer. Marketing marketer marketer. Oh my god, that was weird. Marketer. Um I have to market to people. Now I have to figure out what posts my audience wants. Mm-hmm. I have to figure out the time in which the I Instagram algorithm right. you know wants what kind of posts they want, right? When Instagram came out with reels, I need to be on reels. Yeah. I need to make a ton of those because that's what Instagram's pushing. When Instagram first came out with stories, I needed to make stories because that's what Instagram was pushing. So even when no one else I follow and no one, none of my followers are using it because it's not cool yet, I have to go with what IG think is cool. So when IG started doing like the half 10 pictures, yeah. right? Yeah. I needed to be one of those people that literally filled up all 10 pictures every post because IG wanted, they wanted that content. They was, they're done with just the one where it took a little while for the masses of people to do it, but I needed to be on that and know what the algorithm is trying to push. If IG comes out with, when they do like, this is new to the thing, use this filter, blah, blah, blah. Right. I need to be like, how can I use my content and use that filter? So it's the yeah you need with IG is more than just I need my art to speak for itself cause it's, it's like music no I'm you saying, can be the coldest rapper in the world but if you're not doing anything to get people to hear you and you just put it on SoundCloud well out of the millions of millions that's on there how am I gonna get an audience off of that Okay. without putting the work in but yeah, I still want the connection because the person that has 15 million followers, they tag me once a hundred thousand of them followers are going to f- follow me just because the person liked me. Right. So you want the connection. You got to talk to everybody <laughs> in your same, same thing. But I will say this, how quick, okay. How quick is it for a business or for a person that, um, is compensating you? quick to disconnect you if it's all just based on connections no right and so that you have to but you have to be ready for it so you need there <laughs> but that's what I'm, I'm saying i'm <laughs> yeah i'm not saying just have connections i'm saying though the connection is very important right but you need both or else you're not going to stand okay that's why you have one hit wonders if i have one song that could get everybody going crazy, but I can't follow up. Well, yeah, I'm not going to make it. I can't stand. It don't matter who signed me. It doesn't yeah. matter who's pushing me. If people don't like my stuff other than the one thing, you're cooked. It's the same thing with it, with anything. Yeah, I can. let's say I blow up. I get a bunch of followers, but I can't follow up with another post or keep people intrigued. They're going to follow me because it's a waste of a follow. When you look like there's people that really be like, I'm not following this many people because they're not posting. Right. So I don't care to see your stuff because you're not posting anything. So there's no point of me following you. Okay. Which I, is, I get that. So it's a, yeah, you need both. I can't have someone go into the, open the door for me 
and I don't know what to do when I get in the room. It's the same thing when we talk about the conversation with Jay-Z. Yeah. Of, well, there's a bunch of people like, yeah, I'll, I'll take the conversation with him over the 500,000. It's like, well, what are you going to go talk to him about? You don't have a business plan. <laughs> right. You don't have anything to go, this is what I'm doing. This is my plan. This is where I'm trying to go, blah, blah, blah. So he can even give you an inkling of something. Because it's like, well, I, I just want to make money, bro. <laughs> right. Well, they're going to tell you making money is the easy part. Yeah. It's the the work that's behind it and getting it going. Okay. Like, that's yeah. the stuff where you're like, I don't know. It's interesting. It's weird. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to have the work. You have to have the work. You have to be dope at whatever avenue you're trying to go to. Right. Or else it's not going to work. I feel it. It's Yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, yes, I feel like I'm talking a lot. No, I... <laughs> I'm I'm saying so you're saying I'm saying what you do you have think? To, for me, I feel like having that one hundred and ten percent, I think to me is better than having the connection. Cause that that it gives you that in on whatever you're doing. That that means you're all in based on whatever you're doing. You show your work like that. And I feel like when an opportunity is there given to you, it'll happen. I don't so, think that's but I, how do you, the how are you how are you getting there? If if I'm a artist, right? I let's say I draw. Okay. I draw a bunch of pictures. I post it on IG. Blah blah blah. Right. But I stay at home because I'm an artist, right? Like I might be awkward or whatever. Right. I don't get connections. People may like, yeah, you're dope. Like, oh, that's super cold. You know, you got your family. They pay for yourself. They share a little bit of way or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, how am I gonna? Like, if I don't get a connection to get in. Yeah. How am I gonna get? I don't. I don't know the next step. And there's always like, even if you don't want to make connections online, like there's always, no matter where you live, I feel like there's always some type of event relative to what you're doing that you can go to to like be in person with people and they see your stuff amongst like other people yeah right so like in regards to art like if there's an art show that's coming around town or something yeah you go to the art show try to set up a stand or something yeah then other artists see your stuff you talk to them make connections like that people who are buying the art and then you go from there right the the main point i was trying to C is would you rather have the work ethic or just a connection? So you're saying without without is what I'm saying. I mean, you might be able to finesse depending <laughs> on what it is. But that's what I mean. For real, depending on what it is, especially in like corporate world, you can finesse your way into anything. That right. stuff's not hard. Yeah. So like, yeah, you might be able to get into a spot. At some point you're gonna hit something where it's like, No, I really don't know what I'm doing and I can't like we're gonna it's gonna fail. If you don't have the a drive or even learn anything, right? But I would almost being a rich kid, like you start off with connections. So it's your trait to lose. It's your thing to lose. Success is your thing to lose in that. Right. If if I get if I get my kid in a position of success, and you just don't take it, that's just you not wanting to. You just have a bad work ethic. And you're cooked. Right. So, 
you can't have one without the other. You need both. No, I get that. I I totally agree with that. I was just. But if you had to choose either or. Right. If you had to choose either. I'm gonna choose the connections. (laughs) Honestly, still, because you gotta fake it till you make it. And I'm gonna make money on the way of faking it. Because (laughs) what's the point of being a talented? Nothing. But I, I get it. I I know what you're saying. I'm just like I'm, I'm being. I'm exaggerating. Right. But you get no. What, I but. get what you're saying. I'm saying I feel like the work just speaks for itself. I again, algorithm or not, I feel like your work. If you put 110 percent in it and you did all that you can do, there's is going to outshine. That's not the, necessarily true. In the future, there's yeah. homeless people. That are super, super talented. Right. And they should be everywhere. But they not. They don't get anywhere. Right. So there's a reason. Like, they're super talented people that they, they're they not going to make it. But the work is out there. But it, did, it did, it's not doing anything. At not the moment. anything. Not at the moment. It's pro- it might never happen. But you never know. Oh my god! You know the people that's on the Santa Monica Pier, yeah, do all those, yeah. all that stuff or right. whatever. Those people could be out there all day, every day for months, and nothing's gonna happen for them. But there are people that are out there that sing; they're probably never gonna get signed, ever. And most of the time, if you go there one month and then you come back months later, they're not there anymore because they gave up. For what reason? I don't know. But yeah. they put in all that hard work, but they weren't like. But the hard work didn't continue is what you're saying. I, I'm saying. so, But everybody you, has their own breaking point. And that's and, and that's where you, ha- you have to figure it out for yourself. Yeah. Right. Of how many times will I take? No. Some people don't have a limit. Yeah. And those are the people typically that make it. Because they'll let a hundred people tell them no and they keep going. Right. But there's some people like if I hear no fifty times, I'm like, you know what? It's not for like they go, it's not for me. I can't do it. Right. But then you have people that they probably should have took the no and gave up. (laughs) (laughs) There is I know you're being honest, but I'm saying it it sounds funny. You have to figure out what your lane is for real. And that's where, and that's the dilemma, and that's the hard part of being creative, and yeah. and whatever. Yeah, it's almost like, if we, let's be a hundred percent with the podcast. It's like you have to. We just have to love doing it, right? We just have to like doing this, yeah. Because yeah, we we might not have a thousand views all the time. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, yeah, we're not getting all the downloads and streams, but it's also a place that's starting to get oversaturated. But you just have to keep doing it because there's a chance. Exactly. Yeah. Or it's just we just like having a conversation and recording it. Exactly. And that's and that's where I'm at at my point and what I do is now it's just enjoying the process of everything. Exactly. But I also know how I want to live. So there's some people that will go, I'm not gonna work at all and I'm gonna pursue this podcast dream and we're just gonna see what happens. Right. Where I'm like no, I'm gonna have to. I'm working too. <laughs> right, right. Like I get that. We're gonna have a 
a stable life and do whatever and do the dream. But if this goes nowhere, if, if we get 50 listeners or a hundred listeners every episode that I'm cool with that. If we get, if we do our YouTube, cause sibling sneaker, you know, sneaker jobs is coming back. Yeah. Plug. Plug. Um, when we do YouTube videos, if that gets 20 video, 20 views, every video, that's not going to stop me from making it. Right. Because I'm cool with 20 people watching it. Exactly. I'm cool with myself being the only one that watch it and enjoy it. Right. But that's just, you have to be in a different mindset. I'm not going to be on, I personally, I'm saying me personally, I can't go to LA with a dream of being this YouTube star (laughs) and end up being homeless because LA costs too much. Right. But what I'm saying is with that ethic that you have right now, and and with that mindset, you feel like you're giving 110 percent. No, <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you. <laughs> this is why I'm saying no. It's not on the actual production of it. Okay, stuff. yeah. Because yes, I put in work on that part right. of it. The social media part of it, I don't. I put up two posts or one post a week. <laughs> right. And that's be hard. Because I just don't feel like I don't like I hate I hate I hate social media I, for real. But I feel like I like I like consuming. But social I feel media, like that's the both. But of create us. creating it like posting and making leaving descriptions and hashtags and I hate it. If you listen to this podcast, please give us like insight on where you find the love for the social media like posting social media because i feel like i just need to learn how to actually like it. i know how i I don't like it at all i know how cats do it and that's the sad part so (laughs) it's just creating the posts that y'all don't like it's not about sharing it it's just about putting it together to post it it's the it's the following the rule part coming up with the hashtags it's the creating creating the post you know what i'll I'll say this it's not creating the post because i can create the post it's following the guidelines of the algorithm is what just irritates me. i think if you think too hard into it it makes it worse but you have to technically you have to follow the algorithm like tasha was saying earlier to gain gain in that industry you have to play the game exactly i have to make five to ten posts a day right every day and that's where i have to be engaged with people i have to leave comments and conversate i have to you know what i mean like but at the same time it's like you're all take out posting and interact with people you're already on that app anyways just scrolling through and looking at other people's comments yeah. So why I said, not? Just, I like I like being a consumer. Yeah, but why not just like if you go to the comment section and you're reading all the comments? Yeah, the box is right there. Just like type something real quick, or like if you're flipping through stories, yeah, just post a story real quick, or like repost someone else's. I don't know. I, I get guess what I, I, I get what you're saying, <laughs> but I hate it. I don't like it. But it's like two seconds. I think <laughs> like, I think that's it. a world where I'm like I'm okay to look at it. I just don't want to be a part of that. No, it's not even that. I just don't want to do it. What is the thing that Gary V has? What is that rule? It's like the um, it's something. That's like it's like the it's ten the, cent, ten a dollar something. So it's um, 
technically it's just writing under 10 people posts a day gets you a dollar or it, like it's, it equals up in cents or something like that. Mm-hmm. I can't think of the rule, yeah. but commenting other people's posts and getting that you start building a connection. Like you're finding your connection through each comment that you leave under somebody's post mm-hmm. because they're going to look under your post. It's kind of like starting your own someone's, algorithm. Someone's going to yeah. start. Right. So it's the, your thing. it's the dollar eighty rule. Right. So it's searching for 10 different hashtags within your niche and commenting on each of the top nine posts, leaving your, t- leaving your two cents pretty much. And then that all together, whatever equals type of math equals a dollar eighty. Right. I mean, I feel it, but you have to go through the hashtags. <laughs> you got to go through these people page and make a comment in which you hopefully to grab their attention a little bit. All right. So you have to almost get an attention grabber. Sometimes you don't even have to search for the post though. Like after some time when you're doing like your own research, yeah. it'll just come up on your explore page. And then as you're scrolling I don't go through it, the I do, page. but my explore page is all shoes, motorcycles and Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's your common interest. So no, yeah, I it's just yeah. I mean, I I get it. It's just I hate it. I don't like it. I feel it though. But that's what I'm saying. I did research on the Instagram. Yeah. That's why I could talk. I right. could talk to how like how people do it. Uh, do it. There's people I know in I'm which just saying. How do you have the love for it? That's all I, I want to know. I don't know they if they wanna, love it, but they want to get big because they want to make those connections and they want them followers. So they they're okay with the work. Again, if I was getting paid for it, that's cool. easy work. If you really think about if, it, if I was getting paid for it, cool. Or if there was a time stint of like, okay, you have to do this for a month, and then this is going to this is going to be. I will your tell you end, right now. I would do it. That's not that's not it. No, I know, and that's why it, I don't do it. Like, it, it seems too big. So I'm like. I want it to organically happen, right. which is so unrealistic. And that's why I got to the point where I'm okay with whatever happens. Organic. And I think I feel like that added, and I feel like this conversation is going along, but okay. I feel like, um, this kind of, this add, is our podcast. Exactly. Yeah. But I feel like this is what added to kind of like a stint where I'm like, I don't feel like, because I had the mindset of, you know what? I'm going to go a straight month of doing everything to try to get a I page think, but going. this is where and we could take this offline but this is because if you're going with like your shirts and stuff right yeah that's a different avenue because you have to market your business yeah so it's bigger than just a social media account it's bigger than i just like i don't you don't need a ton a ton of followers you really don't you just need customers exactly i just need people to actually buy my shirt so then people see my shirt out and want to find my website right you're using you just you use social media as a tool for it because you don't have a store exactly so where people with a store which is kind of going out now but like with a store anyone that comes to the mall the advertisement is just walking by my store. Exactly. Anyone that goes to Rosedale all the time, if I see the sh- shop, I'm like, ooh, I want to go in there. I may not go down, go in there the first time. Right. But the next time I go to Rosedale, it's like, oh, I said I wanted to go in there last time. Let me go in. 
And that's the so then at that point you have the people coming walkers walking in right and possibly with money in their pocket ready to buy. You because you're going totally online, your storefront is your IG, your Instagram, right, or or your website, right. So I have to market because that's my storefront. So the work is is not just posting the post. It's I have to make my store look good because I have to get my customers that walk in to buy my stuff. So that's the difference is not just getting followers. Whereas what I'm trying to do is I need followers just to get people to like me to hear what I have to say on my podcast. But that's it's different. I feel like it can kind of connect together because how you just said like walking into the store like you see it looks nice and you're like I want to go in there yeah when you look at an Instagram page like and they're selling like shoes or something yeah you see the layout and you're like oh this looks nice let me keep looking like that's the first impression like you gotta make the first impression of the page look good too I feel like you do yeah I don't believe your aesthetic has to look good on IG though like the grid People yeah, that no. the people like that the do that with their grid—that's yeah, no. it's that's way too much for one, work for one, and people don't care about that. No, um, just as long as it doesn't look like you took the pictures with like an Android. Or something. Yeah, just like <laughs> make it look nice. Yeah, and you like still want, Yeah, you want nice posts, obviously, but I don't know. Maybe uh, twenty twenty two will start going crazy on IG. And give y'all more content. I mean, we're recording the we podcast recording. now. So we are updating a little bit. I am putting a little more effort into to sharing the, out razzle, in the world. Dazzle. A little, you know, a little jazz. We'll give y'all some clips on IG. We'll put the full um, podcast up on podcast YouTube. up on YouTube. Sneaker Drops is coming back. Yep. Um, what else? We, we're having a lot of guests. Thanks for coming, Ashley. Thank you. Of course. Um, who we have, we have Cole that comes in. Yep. Man, he's a recurring guest. Um, Kels came in. Kels came time. in. Yeah. I'm going to try to get, hopefully he, they're listening, but I'm going to try to get dad, my uh, mom and dad on. Yep. Um, my brother, Alan, he won't do it. <laughs> he won't get on the podcast. Hopefully, maybe one day when we're super successful, let me save this uh, this clip. He'll be like, oh, let me get on. No, Alan's not like that at all. He's, nah, he don't care. That cat don't care about nothing. Um, but yeah, we'll... <laughs> We're trying, man. Thanks, y'all, for listening. I guess since we're talking about it, for the people that do listen. Right. For the people that do and listen. And the people that support. Thank you. And write in the comments. Exactly. And look at the story and vote. We love y'all. We love you. Um, we're going to bring Perfect Playlist back next week. Um, I don't have a topic yet. We'll we'll figure that out. Figure that out. Outline. Sounds good. Um, but yeah, the episode's dropping tomorrow. Let's, let's, man, get to it, man. Y'all peace out. Y'all have a good week. Yep. Peace.